stop on this train will be. It's up to you, New York. Swung on a hit in the air, the deep center, fetch back, away back. Yeah. She is gone. This is 161st Street, Yankee Stadium. Hello, welcome to another episode of 161st Street Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Luke Rella, here with... Murph, what's going on? And? What's going on, guys? Damon. Yeah, we're testing out the old phone call method here. (laughs) Damon's remote in the city right now. Got a lot to talk about here. We got the extortion, the extinction, the domination of your Boston Red Sox slash New England Patriots, as they like to think of it now. That's all they're worried about. They're on to football season. But, you know, we got that. We got Dudu, Davey, Dombrowski getting fired. We got Clint's call-up, Talkman's injury, Jay Happ, a lot of the pitching staff injuries, all that good stuff. Glaber's still really good at baseball, whether he has goggles on or not. All that stuff coming at you. What do you got for me, Murph? Yeah, uh, not too much. It's, you know, the end of the Sox as season goes, it definitely pretty much, I mean, it's going to be official. They're out of the AL. They're, what, still eight games back in the wild card. It's pretty much over. Now the Pats got AB. Every Red Sox fan I know couldn't give a shit about the Red Sox anymore. All they care about is Tom Brady and the Pats. So they're, they've kind of moved on, and, hey, good for them. I don't want to hear it anymore. Yeah, I mean, the Red Sox have been so bad this year, and it's always been, a, like, a little bit of them saying, like, oh, like, it's too early, it's too early, we'll get there, we'll get there, and it's a little bit too little too late now. Like, it's it, <laughs> there's no more time to wait. There's only 16 games left, and 16, whatever the fuck it is, 20, and there's not enough time left. They're about eight games back of the wild card, and they're mathematically eliminated from, uh, if we win tonight, oh, God willing, we're... Recording about the what is it the eighth inning right now, Murph? Uh, no, it's in the ninth now here. All right, well, yeah, we're recording in the ninth inning. Yeah, Judge is up top nine. One on one. And yeah, hopefully we hang on to this one. You guys already know by the time you're listening. But once we win this game, then they're mathematically limited from the division. Not that they're very much in it at all. They're fucking out. But other than that, they're pretty much out of the wild card too. What do they got to win? They got to pretty much win out. Before this game, they were eight back in the wild card. I'm not sure now it'll be nine because Tampa Bay probably won today. So, yeah, I mean, they it, – it'd take a shot out of the dark. But, you know, Boston does love doing that, so who knows. Yeah, I don't want to, like – I don't want to talk about them anymore. I feel like this should be the last time they've ever been with the Red Sox. Yeah, like, but let's, yeah, let's talk about them a little more, though. Fuck them. <laughs> Yeah, but after this, this is the last time we're talking about. Yeah, that's what we're gonna we're gonna get it out of our system right now. This is if we keep talking about them, then they win. They win in their in our minds. I don't like that. Not really though. Yeah, fresh, fresh, clean slate. If I can find a reason to not like them being out of the playoffs at this point, basically, it's that it was just a perfect time for them to stop caring and then just be like, all right, but the Patriots are still gonna win the Super Bowl. Who cares? Yeah, and I mean we. Most Yankee fans could do that, too, but, like, the Giants sucked this. No, it's so. not even that. It's just, like, I kind of wish that the Red Sox were in the wild card race still so there was a little more heartbreak yeah. at the end of the season. Like, like, that, like, that's the thing. The no, now, I, love, I love they, got, they, they just got destroyed. Yeah, but they don't. I don't know. 
Well, because they can just hide under a rock and be like, all right, we don't really care. But they, they truly care so fucking much. And all of a sudden, they're like, oh, yeah, it doesn't matter. Like, we're going to win another Super Bowl. Like, that's what that's how they can go. Yeah. So I agree with Murph. But yeah. I mean, in deep down, they really fucking care. Like, they it hurts them so yeah, much. Yeah, of course they care, but they're not, not going to show it. Yeah, of course not. They're going to fucking show it. But, I mean... Let's keep talking about it. Let's shit on them a little bit. I mean, Davey Doodoo makes all these fucking deals. Matt, our friend who's a Red Sox fan, calls himself Dealing Dave. But then again, I mean, he is the the mastermind of the World Series team, so I'll give him that. But, I mean. Nah, he's out. Regardless, that team was just hitting on all cylinders when they weren't even. Like, players that weren't even good. Like, Jackie Bradley was one of the best players. Steve Pierce, who's a journeyman his entire life. Just decides to be the MVP of the entire World Series. He's played like, in every every team, and he's played he in literally every. Socks, <laughs> and they give him a fucking huge deal. Yeah, and that guy—that's if that's not an indication of how well it was going for them to win them that World Series, that's it, you know. It's fucking what? <laughs> Sorry, I got I got some money on the Texans, and they just uh, they just tied it up to Sean Watson. It's probably the best player of all time, except he's banged <laughs> up right now. So sorry, not Yankees related. But well, either way, backdoor cover here. Let's guys. go. But you know, every single person on that team was just hitting on all cylinders. They'll they'll never admit it. Like they, I mean, if you look at Diamond Dynasty, for example, half the players on that team were all bronze. Like they all suck. Oh my god, here you go. Regardless, fuck off. <laughs> but that team was just playing out of their shoes, and now. Deal and Dave makes all these great moves, and like even the Chris Sale injury, uh, the, the Chris Sale deal. Can he still? Sorry, right, stop talking about fucking football. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I mean that fucking Chris Sale deal. What do you think about that, Murph? I, it seemed really good at the time, and like I can't say that I wouldn't have made that deal if I were him, because I, I don't know anyone that wouldn't have at that time. It seemed like a good do- idea, but now you missed the extra point. Uh, Focus up here. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, yeah, so, I mean, yeah, it seemed like a good deal at the time, whatever. And But now they're in a spot where now that Dave Dombrowski's out the door, they're probably going to lose Mookie, and they're probably going to lose J.D. next year. Uh, well, J.D. has an opt-out. Right. And he, do you, you think he'll do it? Wouldn't I mean, you? With a new GM? He's, he's probably going to clean house a little bit. I mean, it took, I, I him, think, it took I think, him... I think Mookie's gone next year. I mean, nobody wants... It's looking like like a wasteland, right? Like, no, nobody wants to go there. I think it would be a little premature to say that they're going to be in a rebuild next year, but they're going to be kinda in, they're going to be in some remnants of relevance. Uh, that's that's very premature to say that. They're going to have something. They're not going to be buying in the off season. I don't think. Maybe the new GM trying to sell them. I, mean, but I think I mean, Mookie's gone. I and really it, if it was any indication gone. too, they weren't buying at the deadline, so that kind of shows where they are. Maybe that's how. Maybe that's half the reason he's gone. That he didn't make a move. Yeah, and then and then. And then it didn't pan out. And it didn't pan out. If it didn't pan out, he'd still be there. But he didn't make make any move at the deadline. And they were in a spot to make a move at the deadline. Same way we were. But for us, it worked out. Yeah. I mean, but we had – The thing is, though, we had reinforcements on the way. Like like I said before in an episode prior, like around the deadline, we were freaking out. But like I said, everybody's starting to come back now around the playoffs. And it's almost like a deadline in our own because – we have it's it feels like we're acquiring these new pitchers when they're coming back you know we were, we dealt we dealt with them all throughout the year without these players like Sevy Batances like all these guys who have been hurt like Stanton literally the entire year sure. and it almost feels like we're acquiring people you know uh-huh. i mean we had that in our back pocket we knew that and even Montgomery too which we don't know we're going to get out of him but we'll talk about that later never know but yeah i mean it's just another arm so we had that we knew that was coming and Maybe that that's more of the reason why we didn't make make a move, obviously. True. And the Red Sox don't have that. They had the full roster out there, and the m- biggest move they made was Andrew Kashner. 
And he fucking he sucks. He loves <laughs> giving up bombs to the Yankees. He's so bad. The biggest part about him is his beard. That's it. Actually, <laughs> he's so he's bad. Right is he? And no, he's been coming out of the pen, too. I can't tell. I mean, it's funny, yeah, too, he's because even, they're... He's not even in the rotation. Yeah. Not that he has a spot in the rotation anyway, because he sucked anyway, but, like... It's funny that that was their big acquisition. Yeah, you can't. The only perf- if you're ever gonna pluck bottom. somebody off the Orioles, it better be fucking what's his name, the guy that always kills us. Givens. No, Givens doesn't kill us. I'm, he's the only one I can think of. He's the only name on the. No, Trey Mancini. Trey Mancini. Oh, Trey Mancini is the only one who's genuinely good on that team. Same pitchers. My fault. No, yeah. God, but, I love Goggles Glaber. Yeah, Goggles Glaber. We'll he's get into Goggles Glaber. He's stepping in right now. He's stepping in right now. I mean, I don't even. Does he have an eye problem or something like that? Uh, I, I literally, Danny, you have any idea? I have no idea, but I can barely hear you guys. <laughs> um, uh, we can hear you just fine. So, all right, that's enough talking about the Red Sox. The Red Sox are now done. If Drunk. we win tonight, we're pretty much going to win tonight. They are now mathematically eliminated. Not that they were in it at all. The Red Sox season is now canceled. I have now officially canceled it. Canceled. <laughs> uh, even yeah, though Bar- we're done. Yeah, that's the Red Sox we're season done. for we're you. Okay. Like I predicted we're before. We're only talking playoffs now. We're talking playoffs teams only. Yeah. Red and, Sox I, are not and I'll admit, I, I a little prematurely wanted to put that picture out of the uh, the uh, killing of the Red Sox, the burial, with the mm. all that. And I'm glad it panned out yeah. because I would have looked like a very large asshole if, <laughs> if we got yeah. swept. But you know what? Yeah. It, it aged well. So we'll deal with that. But the Red Sox season is now done. Let's talk about the Yankees season because it is not done. <laughs> Yeah. So let's move on. So Clint Frazier was called up and this is a little this is a little bit old now, but let's just talk about his role. Like what do you where do you have Clint for this season? I mean I personally when he came in I I I'm a big Clint guy. Damon's a bigger Clint guy, he'll talk more about that, but Void Ribby. Void Ribby? What's going on? Five nothing. Alright, cool. So the Red Sox season is now officially done even more. So Back to Clint. <laughs> Back to Clint. I mean, Damon, talk about how much you like Clint. I mean, Clint's. I mean, Clint's the guy. He's he's like he's a dog in the team. Um, and I don't know he's always been that consistent hitter, and he's definitely been that. He's just definitely been struggling in the field, and that showed again that last game when he came back and he did. Everyone was talking about how he made that great throw, and then he made two errors in the field. So obviously he didn't learn too much. Um, yeah, they were saying he learned all this this fielding and everything like that, and he's gonna be back. He's been better. He really wasn't. It's was more of the same. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, I still I still like him as a hitter though. I know he hasn't been in, he hasn't been up in a, few, in a month or so, but I mean, I, I still I'm still really confident him as a hitter. Um, and if there's a kind of a if there's an opportunity where he can DH. Then I love to have him in the playoffs, but if there's no role for him to be a two-way player, because he's just he's too much reliability at this point, he's proven that. I mean, it, it's literally like that saying I wanted to put on the Instagram. It's like get you a guy who'll run through a wall for you, and he Clint yeah. Clint takes that way too literally because he goes out there <laughs> and he runs into the fucking wall, and he almost he had, that was what he had the other problem with the concussions before because he literally ran into a wall before. Yeah, and, and now he first play out there, he completely muffs a ball. And then he just fucking yeah. runs into yeah. the wall again. But he also threw a fucking rock. Yeah, but it doesn't make. I get. I that. know it doesn't make up for it. It doesn't make just, up. There's for a glimpse of that he can physically play the outfield yeah. sometimes. But it's like Willy Wonka going down the stairs. You go one down one step and you go back up too. Like <laughs> he fucking makes that dope throw, but 
not only did he run into the wall, but he overran another ball. And then you see Talkman. I, I get that. I'm not saying he's a good fielder. Yeah, but you, then you see Talk. It's so funny because you see Talkman's face after, like, because he had to back it up. And you see Talkman. Yeah. He's, he's almost like the older brother. Like, fuck this guy. Like, get him back down. Like, because sure. he was chatting Talkman. Like, he's like, why am I not brought up originally when yeah. Talkman was yeah, brought a long up? Time and Talkman has proven yeah. why he was brought up. Talkman's and now, a better fielder with a calf strain than. Clint Frazier is healthy. And he's hitting arguably just as good as ta- Clint was. I'm just saying, like, with his calf yeah, strain. Oh, <laughs> with, the still, with the calf strain, he's, he's better. He's probably I mean, he is. And I, that, that, that also... Clint's going to be a bench guy depending on when Stanton comes back. So does Clint make the roster? If yeah. it, it, it depends how Stanton does and how, when he comes back. I think he has to make the roster. I mean, like... Why? I mean... I think... Didn't you have the graphic how many people are fighting for two roster spots, Murph? Yeah, so it's. Uh, I mean, it's going to be between. Here, I'll find it. No, but you know, right oh, now, yeah. it's so going to be between. Well, who? Talk, but Talkman's out. So it's Talkman, Stanton. Well, Talkman's out, sorry. And Hicks might be out. So really, it's basically Stanton, Maven, and Clint. And that's true. That's interesting. Who's, too. Out, who's the odd man out? That's why I'm saying it's all about Stanton. If Stanton comes back and it depends, is yeah. nagging and not healthy and not ready for the playoffs, then it's Clinton, Maven, but. It depends on it if depends Stan on Stan. Sends the sends the factor there because if Stanton comes back, they're not going to have two outfielders on the bench. No, but in, but if Stanton comes back and he is a primary outfielder, which I think they hope him hope that he is, you know, mm-hmm. then that alleviates a lot of. Sh- I mean, that gives Clint the, t- the opportunity to be just a bench bat or a pinch hit. But mm-hmm. I feel like is that enough of a role for him to make the roster? I think if Stanton's not on the roster, then he's a fifth outfielder. Because yeah, there's gonna be four guys. Well, on the bench gonna be on the roster for the playoffs. There's gonna be Roman on the bench. Maven's probably gonna be on the bench, and then it's gonna be some wh- one of the other guys is going to be. Um, well, it's also between Voight, between. Voight it's gonna be between Urshela and Urshela's uh, Urshela, Didi, and uh, DJ. One of them is gonna have to be on the bench every yeah. game, and it'll probably alternate between those three. But other than that, Maven's gonna be on the bench. Roman's gonna be on the bench, on the bench. and that fourth guy is probably no. either gonna be. No Terrence Gore. <laughs> no, no, the fourth guy is going to either be like Gardner or somebody when Stanton comes back. Somebody's getting plucked out of the outfield. But if Gardner, I think Gardner is going to end up being the starting center fielder. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I we yeah, we it's keep not like Stanton. We also keep yeah, doing yeah, these no. these hypotheticals. Who's in left? But I mean, I feel like it's all going to end up working itself out. Like somebody's going to get hurt or somebody's going to come back, and then it's the decision's going to be made for us. I mean, no, not that right. not that we make the fucking decision anyway. It's Dan, not what us. Do you got? I was going to say, like, yeah, I agree, because, like, even when, like, this, that's what the whole season's kind of been about, and, like, even when I got the news of, like, Talkman injured, yeah, it was like, shit, that sucks, but I was also like, hey, you know, whatever, it's, 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 that's what's been happening, you know, and... Yeah, it's the whole next like, man up it, shit. It's the whole mentality of it all, it's like, usually if a star outfielder's injured, I'm like, oh, crap, we're, we're screwed. But it's just like, yeah, it was business. That's just, that's just what's been going on. Yeah, and that's the name of the game this year. I mean, and I, I truly, I don't think fucking, I don't think Clint has a shot to be on the roster at all. Honestly, I mean, he's not, nothing more than a pinch hitter. Honestly, he won't even be a DH because the DH has a log jam there too. And that's a whole other conversation yeah. with the with the whole Encarnacion versus Voight, because I feel like that's gonna be. Yeah. How it shakes out because I think Void's gonna play first. You think? And Let's talk Edwin's about that gonna then. DH. Well, the, I, 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 my whole thing is I think it's gonna be DJ playing first because then because when you say Void's gonna play first, that means Urshela's not playing third. 
or it means Didi's not playing short. And if Shella came back and he's already tearing it back up, he's right right where he left off. Don't get me wrong. I think we'll see him. I think we'll see LeMahieu play first at some point. But just you think about Voigt's bat, and you also think about Edwin's Has bat. Has it been good, and though? And the only way, he just, he just got an RBI today. And he, it's Voigt, and he's there. He just, I mean, he's coming back slowly. Is he hurt, from, though? He's coming back slowly from a core injury. It's no, it's not easy to hit with even a lingering exactly. core injury. Exactly. That's my point. I'm but not I'm saying. saying if he works out. If yeah. he works out in the playoffs and he's hitting, and he and Edwin both have the bats that we know they have, the o- we have to incorporate those two bats in the lineup, and that's the only way to do it is to put Void at first and have Edwin DH. That's the only way to do it. See, I, I think it's going to be – See, I mean, I'm not nagging Void at all, and I love Void, but I think it, the odds are stacked against him with the injury, and it that nagging injury could prove to be – like that, that, the deciding factor with this, because I mean, if he's yeah. he's good when healthy, but if he's not healthy, he, he's not coming back from injury. He never overcame it. He's playing through it. You know, right. it's a different story. But if it comes to that, we have nothing to argue about because there's only one way to get around it. Well, there's a lot, a lot of moving parts. It's the whole Staten thing coming because he could be the DH, and then that's a three-man logjam. But all right, so when healthy, let's talk about it. Then, would you rather have Voit or Encarnacion in the DH spot? Assuming that let's say DJ's playing first. Gio's playing third, Didi at short, and Glaber at second. That's uh, my ideal lineup in the end. I think I think Edwin Car Edwin Edwin Ed, say that five times fast. Edwin Encarnacion, <laughs> I think, um, is the safer bet right now because, like you said, wait with the core injury and everything like that. I don't know. I can't decide between the two. Damon. I think I think healthy. I'd rather have rather have White. Um, I don't know. I just feel like he's been. He's been a bigger part of the team. I think he, like, even his presence in the lineup is just overall more beneficial to the team than with Edwin there. But given the standards right now, I, I think I agree. Um, 100% healthy Edwin is better than a half-assed void. Yeah, right? and then that's what I'm here, saying. Then he's just going to start trying to hit the ball as hard as he can, even more than he already does because his, his core is hurting. So, you know, that's something else you got to take into factor. Yeah, and I think, again, the decision is going to be made for us. But, you know, I mean, Voight, Voight's never going to be back to what he was before, I think. He's just going to be like, no, I don't know. That's that's it. I mean, it's it's all about who's healthy and who's not, and it's all going to work itself out, like I said. But hypothetically, I do think that Encarnacion is going to be healthier than Voight is, and that's just the way it's going to work <laughs> out. <laughs> the part that's a little fucked about it is that it's not like Encarnacion's incredibly healthy either. He just came off a broken forearm. Like, yeah, forearm's nothing compared to a core injury, but, like, they're, it's not like either of them are completely healthy. I know, but, I mean, Encarnacion's coming back, too, and he already looks great. No, you're right. I mean, they're all looking good. I, I don't. I, I think Void is looking the least the least good out of all of them. Well, he just got back, but he did. He got. He had an RBI today, RBI single today, bases loaded in two outs. Again, it's not a bad problem to have. Like, you're having these guys all coming back, and they're all starting to perform. Like, Gio comes back today in his first full game. He started today, right? Gio did. Yeah, yeah. so his first full game. Yeah. Yesterday he got in that bat late, and he made a nice play in the field. But he comes back in his first full game, and he hits another home run, and then a double, and then Gio's back to where he was. It was a 10-day non-core injury, though, compared to Voight was out for, you know, the better part of a month, a little over a month with a core thing. A much worse injury. Sports training, way, like, that's way worse. That's my point, though. Right. Like, he's not going to be healthy. We don't know that. He's he's been doing well so far. And that that also brings me to the whole fact that Also, Chapman's in the pen right now. 
Really? I mean, that brings me to the whole factor with, whole, like, the whole CC thing, too. Because that's, like, a whole playing through injury. And, like, he was literally just said that it, he, he was a, he st- on a good day, he's an 8 out of 10. And on a bad day, he's a 10 out of 10 in pain. But he's, he, I mean, he's 40 years old. You, you walk down the stairs, you're an 8 out of 10. I mean, yeah, he's, but he's a 10 out of 10. And then we're thinking, like, God damn, that sucks because this guy's career is over now because it's his last season. And then you look at Twitter, and he says, yep, CC slated to start on Wednesday. <laughs> well, wouldn't you? I mean, we, we basically, the AL East is locked up. All but locked up. CC m- probably won't get that much meaningful time in the playoffs. And it's his last, you know, 16 games of his career. He's going to start. Yeah, and I He's feel bad. He's probably going to be pitching in pain. I feel bad, but too. Because sure the guys care. had more quarter zone shots, and I've had breaths today. Like he, yeah, he just, no, you're right. He has a quarter zone shot every single day. And it's oh, it's just his knee, his knees are like worse than I've ever seen anybody <laughs> because he's been playing a sport at 350 pounds where you use your lower body. Yeah, <laughs> and he's a big dude. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> like, imagine pitching with 350 pounds on top of your knees for 20 years, in no. professionally for 20 years, and really realistically for 35, 40 years. Yeah. No. Yeah, your knees would be. Yeah, at that, at what point do you hang it also up two years ago? Though? The Yankees win. We won. Cool. Yeah. So now the Red Sox are now consult. Sorry, Dan. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I th- again. Yeah, the Patriots season's on now. Our our roommate who just walked in is one of those. So. Yeah, the preseason. Whatever. Fuck it. Fuck off. But, so, that's the whole Parrot. I, I'm going to go, what, what are your final thoughts on that? I'm going to go Parrot. And Parrot versus Voight. What do you got, Damon? If we're saying, if you, we're saying. Gun to your head, who do you got to choose? The other guy doesn't play at all. They're both healthy. Yeah, I'm saying if, if for the current state right now, with everyone's current health, I'm going Edwin as well. Yeah, if they're, if they're healthy, I think I go Voight, but for the yeah, sake of yeah. this, yeah, Edwin. Just healthier. All right. Yeah. So. Edwin also. Edwin also overall has a. You know, we're getting technical here. But he also has a higher WAR percentage than Void this year overall. I mean, the and guy, they're roughly the same amount of at bats. We'll get a little stat bomb for you from Damon over there. <laughs> well, stat stat bomb here from uh, from New York City. We got a uh, Edwin WAR of two point six and. Voight War of 1.7 both have roughly about 400 at bats. Isn't that crazy that they like that's they have like 2.6 War and then you got guys like Trout who have what seven? I mean, Trout's, yeah. Trout's yeah. not human. It's okay. So DJ's got no shot for MVP. No, no shot. Of course not. He's just somewhat in the conversation, but I mean, honestly, he's I, just in the conversation of second. Pay, and, he's pay, in the conversation for second and third, not may, even maybe. But it's, it, like a, it's like a fun conversation, but like it's really just like who's going to be number two. I think Devers yeah. has as much of a claim to that throne as yeah. DJ does, which pains me to say. Yeah, no, he definitely does. All right, so let's move on. So, with all this success that Hap has been having, let's talk about Hap for a little bit. Because, I mean, well, he... Well, Hap's the... F- uh, it's funny you mentioned... Oh, yeah, you said Hap, not Paxton. Can I just do, say one thing <laughs> about... Sorry. Yeah, those sound the same. I mean, Paxton pitched there. I, just, I mentioned him. But, um... So, Paxton has eight consecutive wins, which is the longest streak since Von Nova in 2011. Also at eight. Eight consecutive wins. Eight consecutive wins. See, I kind of noticed, like, you ever get those feelings where you just... You, there's no stat that you can put your finger on with a player... But you just got that feeling that, like, he's been doing so well and, like, turned the tide. 
and like you never really know. Like, yeah. I, I wanted to look on like fan graphs and see like where like like what his ERA has been since like this date. But I don't know how to do that yet. I'll get there. <laughs> so, but I mean that tells you right there. He's well, eight I wins in three. a row. I got three for you. There's a really good Twitter account that I'm looking at right now, which is where I've got this. It's just called New York Yankee Stats. Um, Seems legit. It, it really is. <laughs> so, um, just the three from tonight that he's thrown out in the last three minutes is the Paximo that I mentioned. Yanks are also 7-0 and when Romine goes yard. Fun fact. Sabermetric of the night. And um, the Yankees have 14 wins this year against the Red Sox, and that's the most in a season since 1960. They had 15. Yeah, I mean, they've, Pretty been, cool. they've been just blowing their doors down this year, so that's... You just love to see things like that. Hate to see it on their end, but whatever. So, I mean, but we've been what we've been seeing out of Paxton is that of what we've seen earlier in the year. Like when he threw that. I remember this one game that I just is ingrained in my brain. Remember when he was mowing people down. Our our chat was going wild, and he was just like, I think he had like an unbelievable. He had like twelve strikeouts through however many the other day. No, this was like w- earlier in the summer, and it was what right before he got injured. He was just mowing people down. And then he got injured, and everyone he came back, and everyone's saying like, "Oh, like he looks—he's he's pitching through injury again. Maybe he's got Tommy John, this and that, whatever the fuck happened." But now he's getting back to that, and now he's putting himself. A lot of these people, a lot of the starters we have are auditioning for like that number one starter, whoever's going to be the first starter in the ALDS game one. And we'll we'll talk about that and we'll, who we think is going to be that. But I think Paxton really makes a case for himself because he just—he came in as a guy that was supposed to be this and he's been a little up and down but I think this is a good time for him to be and he's been, it's been consistent for a while yeah right? I don't really like care you said. what he did in the beginning of the season anymore at this point we've worked it out where he can pitch like shit in the first half and we can still get this many wins and get to the playoffs and now he, in his last eight starts fi- basically 50 innings 49 innings 58 K's 2.57 ERA if he carries those numbers into the playoffs I don't care if he goes. I'm comfortable with him going up against Verlander or Garrett Cole with those kind of numbers. Especially with the depth of our offense. Like, it's not even like everyone always says, like, oh, you don't have the starting pitching to win the World Series or beat the Astros. Huh? Nothing. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just give me a little bit of insight. Some stats slid to me. But, I mean, everyone keeps saying this whole thing about, like, the starting pitching doesn't – they can't beat the – they don't match up against the Astros. But it's it's more of that because – it's more than just the starting pitching. Like, yes, they do beat us one through five in the matchups for starting pitching. Garrett Cole has 15 strikeouts a day through, like, fucking seven innings, whatever. But our lineup is so deep where we're having conversations like we are, like, with these parrot versus voids and, like, guys who we're going to have to make a decision of who makes the roster who would be making impacts yeah. on every other team, you know? Damon, what do you think yeah. about what do you, about Paxton? What do you think about the whole starting <laughs> pitching and how they've all been – how they've all been all like auditioning. Who you got game one? See, I don't know. I think I've I've always been a uh, Tanaka guy because he's been the reliable. Because um, I think like Hap and Paxton have been they've gone their amazing streaks, both like throughout the entire season, and they've both been they've both been good. They've both been really bad. Um, but if we're going game one, I'm going I'm going Tanaka. You're going Tanaka. Tanaka, wow. Yeah, I uh, We didn't even talk yeah, about Tanaka. I, I think I'm going Paxton. Quote me on that. Why, why Tanaka, Damon? I'm saying he's just been the most consistent. 
Until, until and you can I don't know. I argue that he's fucking the most inconsistent because one day he can go nine shutout and then the next day he gives up 14. He's right. consistent against 30 teams in Major League Baseball. So, yeah, but, but Jay Happ doesn't go great one game and then blows it up the next game. I'm not a Jay Happ supporter. I was just saying that he gave three, he gave up three the, hits in the last two starts, and that's alarming. Great. And he's been horrible right, other than that, but he's making a case for himself to make this playoff roster, not to start games, but maybe out of the pen. Do you think he got... I, I think his best role to fit into the playoff rotation is if you start Chad Green for an inning or two, and then instead of throwing in Nestor, um, Cortez. Nestor Cortez or something like that, then maybe throw Happen and let him go five or six out of there. See, I would never... Because he hates yeah. the first inning. Everybody, everyone on the team hates the first inning except for Chad Green. And Paxton. <laughs> and Paxton. Yeah, they all hate the first. And Chad Green's the only one who likes the first inning, and he doesn't like anything else. <laughs> He's Doc Opener. Like, he loves opening games. Better in the first than the seventh. Yeah. I mean, if I had to pick a game one starter, I think I'd pick Paxton. I'm, w- I'm with you on Paxton. Uh, just because of how hot he's been lately. I mean, if he, you know, he'll probably have two more starts this year. If he goes ice cold on those two, then maybe, and if Tanaka pitches well, I think there's still room to throw that around. And I don't think Tanaka's a bad pick either. But Tanaka can be a really good, well, Tanaka or Paxton. Whichever one goes one, the other one's going to go two. Yeah. And they're both really, well, really good people that are not going to Are we not going to give Domingo any? I don't, I, don't, I don't think Domingo pitches Starts? the first two games. Because what they're doing with him on Wednesday is CeCe's going to start and Domingo's going to follow him. I like that. That's what they said. Yeah, that's great. But they're not going to do that in the playoffs. CeCe's not going to do hey, that. I mean, probably not. You think they're going to mix that with Chad Green? Domingo could, pi- Domingo could pitch game three. I don't see a problem with that. He's a good game three pitcher. But, I mean, he's young. And you don't you don't want to throw a young guy out there in game one and game two. And then, and then if at the other end, if you need it, game six and game seven in his first year in the majors. They didn't do that with Seve. They're not going to do that with him. I'd rather have CC start a game seven, and Domingo coming after than have Domingo start a game seven. Yeah, I could easily see like Domingo if he was thrown out in like a let's say we made the wild card this year, and it's like a one game huge pressure. I could see him putting up like the Seve performance, like a third of an inning. Where do you, and then where get do you put pulled. Seve in the rotation? Because he's, he's isn't that a great for, problem to have like, now? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a, it could be. You never know. But we just we haven't even mentioned Seve yet. We mentioned Herman before Seve. Which is we haven't even been we talking about Herman though. Herman has nine. What is it, he has eighteen wins? Seventeen? No, he's seventeen and four. So, yeah, I, I mean, just because of his youth. Damon, what do you got? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Um, like, Sebi is. I'm always skeptical on people coming off long injuries, especially mm-hmm. just jumping right into the playoffs. I mean, I know, I know we're gonna do it, but it's also like he just threw a rehab game today or or yesterday or something like. I, I don't know how we're going to really realize that or, like, really depend on him going in into the playoffs if we don't, like, if he has a pitch a few innings, even out of a pen or something. I mean, he's really only until we just until we gauge on, like, how he's actually going to perform. Yeah, I mean, you can't really gauge it because the AAA is no indication at all. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah and that's true. I'm going to be honest. Like, my peace of mind with him, it's not really that like, – I don't – like I'm not. Everyone's like, oh, like Sevy's back. Like Sevy's gonna be exactly the way he was before. I'm no, a, I'm a little, I'm a little skeptical because he's putting out. I'm, I'm very skeptical. Yeah, the numbers he put out the first time out were awful. Like he, everyone had the videos on Instagram and Twitter 
and it was like, oh, Seve like hit 97. He struck out this guy in three pitches, and then they didn't forget to mention everything else he did that inning, and he gave up like four runs, <laughs> and he looked bad. I mean, I don't know. And then the next game, he gives up a run, but I mean, he looked be- a lot better. What was the stat line on him? He went. He gave up five hits, five Ks, and three innings pitched, about what, 50 pitches. Yeah, it was a little over 50. A little over 50 pitches. I mean, that that's a lot better, but I mean. Then again, you're also going against AAA players, and those would double be good. A. Double A is trend. Double A. Okay, so that's even worse. I mean, that's. I mean, I get it. He's just getting his footing, and he'll he'll ramp up. But you you just don't. He's kind of like a Montgomery situation. You still don't really know what you're gonna get out of him. And the the good thing about how he pitched in Trenton is uh, they said his fastball looked lively and his slider was breaking more than even he expected. So I mean, I don't think the stat line matters worth jack shit quite frankly because he hasn't pitched yeah. in almost a year and you're, it doesn't matter if you're going up against a high school team your first time on the mound you know y- y- you're just trying to work out your stuff and that's all he was doing he, yeah, when he's he got getting comfortable he might have for all we know yeah, he's still he in curveballs he, he, oh, well. he can't get a he can't get like a start against the I mean it depends when he comes back but if he's going to run into the playoffs he's not going to start against the Baltimore Orioles or a Tigers no, team I agree with that. You know? yeah he's going to get thrown into the fire He's gonna be facing these these good teams who are in, play, in the playoff contention. So it's another thing to consider. He's gonna go to Triple A teams to playoff MLB teams. No, that's absolutely right, and that's why I think he's getting two starts down there instead of um, instead of coming right up after that first start, he's starting again on Wednesday. Yeah. And they'll probably give him a little more innings and whatever, and that's great. But I'm just saying that stat line, I'm not looking too far into it at all because I I can't even tell if it's good or not because. He gave up five hits, yeah, but I'm pretty sure he didn't even get up, a, give up a run. And no, even he if he did, one. all right, one run, but still five strikeouts in three innings. Like he, the stuff is obviously there, and I mean the hits are is what it is. He's probably being experimental. It's his first time facing a lot of pitching, so that's that's not worth shit to me. And hopefully yeah. he'll he have also, time to come yeah. get one start before the playoffs. Yeah, and he also threw like 33 pitches on that game he pitched on September 1st. Like he threw 33 pitches in one inning. Yeah. That's not good. <laughs> I mean, regardless, then, it yeah, doesn't matter. He's just he, getting his feet wet. Yeah, but, so. then he, but then he, I don't know, I'm just saying, compared to that, like, the next, over the next three innings, he threw 50 in that same game. So it's like, it's it's streaky, it's streaky but he's coming back. Yeah, you got to let the guy get his footing. I mean, it's just, it's nice that we have more reinforcements like him coming. And even in the same game, you got Batances pitching, too. Batances is out there <clears> throwing, and he's, he's, did you see the quote? He's like, I can strike people out, no problem with what I got right now. Yeah, he said that. He said that. Hey, definitely good to hear. He's got the slur of working. He's got. I mean, he's only hitting like ninety four, but I mean, he, he usually hits like what ninety nine, a hundred, and but like the he'll ramp up. It's just, he didn't have a preseason or anything like that, so he's kind of just going through that. So I mean, you gotta let the guy warm up. I mean, Chapman in the beginning of the season was only hitting like what ninety six, and then he ends up hitting like one hundred one, one hundred two. Now that he's got his feet wet, so but basically by the time of October, I assume. Potances, barring no setbacks, will be gassing it at around 99, hopefully, you know. Yeah, I think Batantis, um, he threw what, a scoreless inning. He had one walk and one hit by pitch. That's that's fine. That's control stuff. That's You haven't pitched in a while. That's fine. Um, but Boone even said it's a positive step up, even though he's a little rusty. And once he knocks the rust off and comes back yeah, and faces dude. some major league bats and gets that back under his, uh, I don't know, yeah. once, he, once he gets that over that little hump, I think he'll be fine. And, and he's never had control. Like he he's always like an out of control pitcher. Like that was his thing. He's yeah. he, wa- he walks a lot of people, but like, so that's why I'm saying it's not even that alarming because it's who he is regardless. 
That's true. Yeah. He's a strikeout pitcher who kind of walks a few. And also, just to yeah. touch back on Seve again, in the same article that he was talking about, the Tantis on Boone said that Seve has demonstrated enough uh, the other night to be a potential option for the playoffs. Like starting? Just says potential option. That could be. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming I, uh, if they use him, he's going to start. But I don't know. Yeah. I don't I was know. reading that, like, if, if Severino comes back and he's, he's dealing, uh, our, our pitching staff could be could be pretty crazy going to the playoffs. We could have Paxton, Tanaka, Severino, and Hap just be the stars for the playoffs. And then if we have those those four guys dealing, and then when the and then in the bullpen, we got Chapman out of Vino, Britton, Batances, Canley, Green, Domingo, maybe even CC in there. Like, that's that's pretty lethal. Yeah, and you even got whatever Montgomery does for us. Hap. I don't know if he said Yeah, he said Hap. Montgomery hasn't half. pitched in a minute. I mean, neither has Seven. Yeah. And Montgomery hasn't oh, pitched Montgomery's in two years. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. Uh, late, late, yeah. He hasn't pitched in two minutes. Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell had a shorter gap between his games than Montgomery's about a half. Yeah, so he's been out We don't even know, like, was Montgomery, like, I don't know too much about... He was a ro- so he was a rookie. He was, he was supposed good. to be he good. Was, yeah. And he, he showed that he was pretty good, and then he got hurt. So the reason that we're even mentioning him now is because if he didn't get hurt, we could be talking about him and the likes of Herman right now. Yeah. I wish... I, I hope he comes back, and that would be so, like, defeating for the other team to see, like, oh, and they got this guy, too, like... You got the like the big names like the Severinos and everything like that. And if they're hitting on all cylinders, that's great. But then you, like, we're supposed to be this bad starting rotation. And if Montgomery comes in there, who hasn't pitched in two minutes, like, yeah. and, and he comes out there and deals, that'd be so sick. Because that's also on like the yeah. the entire like United States stage, like the whole world, like worldwide stage. Everybody's seeing the Yankees. Like, who isn't maybe like the the uber big baseball fan like we are like the casual mm-hmm. fan sees that and they're like oh damn like like the, when they see the Gio Urshela's of the world and they see if they had seen yeah. Mike Talkman in them and they see Gio come out there and Gio's just like they don't know who Gio Urshela is like we do like they see Gio Urshela go out there and go four for four and play a gold glove caliber third base and everyone's like okay this is actually fucked that they have all these deep players like where did these guys come from <laughs> like yeah, and just kind of going back to this whole pitching, um, here's a here's an interesting thing I saw today. The last bullpen spot, CC or Sessa. Given not let's not take into consideration CC's last season, CC's you know legacy or anything like that. Just how he is doing right now as a pitcher. I mean, Murph's a big Sessa guy, so. <laughs> I don't know, VT. What, what do you got on Sessa? He's a big locker room guy, and I love it. But speaking of locker rooms, locker rooms, clubhouses, whatever, the Yankees, after they won tonight and eliminated Boston from the playoffs, were bla- blaring New York, New York in the clubhouse at Fenway, just like they did uh, last year. Oh, I mean, you gotta love that. Ago, you gotta love that. Love that. You gotta love that. Brian Hodge just tweeted that out. So that's just awesome. You'd love to see that. But yeah, no, Sessa, I mean, everyone ripped on me when I said I like Sessa early on. I mean, he hasn't been bad. I think he's been, he's been very great. serviceable. And yeah. uh, you can't, and that's not everybody in your bullpen can't have a sub three RA. That's yeah, just not, not everybody's out of you, know? Exactly. And, he, and he's also got a, an arm where he can throw multiple innings. And I, I think he's. 
could prove valuable uh, if if he makes yeah. it in the bullpen in the playoff roster. And I think he should, but that's just me. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I like that he can stretch it, like, more innings. Like, he's like the Nestor, Tor- Nestor he's a better version of Nestor Cortez, I think. Way better, yeah. I mean, Nestor Cortez, let's be honest, like, we love Nestor Cortez. I mean, we may or may not, depending on the guy, but Nestor Cortez is not it. <laughs> he's he yeah, just – He's not a playoff. Definitely I mean, but playoff. immediately, Batances takes his spot. So, I mean, that's he, that'll bump him out. And then who else? You got guys like whoever who's – who's this guy? Was Corey Greaves. What, what, Graves, Greaves. The guy who um, – Garen or whatever his name Yeah, is. Corey Garen who balks for a living. Like that guy, <laughs> that guy's not making the roster. <laughs> I'd be sick if he did that. His windup is literally I'm a balk. I'm used to watching him pitch and just watching batters have fits. I mean, he kind of looks. He kind of looks. Like he's got pretty good stuff aside from the whole balking thing. It's not even the stuff thing. I think the balk thing alone just throws batters off. I know, throw me off. I mean, it throws off umpires. If, you're, if, you're, if the umpire's gonna call balk on you, <laughs> like you can't be really an effective pitcher. Exactly. I don't know. All right, let's move on. There's, I mean, regardless, the starting pitching. I think. Wait, did we touch on it before? Like, did we make a decision of, of Hap? Do you, would you put Hap in the pen? First of all, no would, I don't know. you wouldn't put Hap if, in the pen? If he goes out and starts no again and, and doesn't give up a run again, I might consider starting him, but I don't think that's going to happen again. Yeah, I, I mean, we'll I, give it to the end of the year. Yeah, see if he keeps I, doing right it. now, if I, had, if I had gone to my head right now, if he's in the pen or not, if yeah. it, and oh, I guess it's, it would depend on Batantis. If Batantis never comes back, then maybe, but... I don't think so. Yeah. I mean, right to now. be honest, I don't fucking does, care. I don't fucking again, care if he yeah. does well for the rest of the way. Hap never will give me the security. Like, Hap fucking blows. Like, I, I, he doesn't blow. All right. I don't want to misconstrue that. Like, Hap kind of, he's, he's good at times, but he's never consistent, and I'm never going to get that feeling of, like, Oh, like Hap's gonna shut down today. He, he could he could have two or three more starts before the end of the year, and he could go you know six innings, no runs, like he has in the last two starts again. And when he steps foot yeah. on the mound in, in the, the postseason, playoffs. I'm still gonna have this pit in my stomach. Like, oh god, this guy's gonna give up twelve runs in the first inning. Yeah, like I have security when guys like I'll have a lot of security if Paxton keeps pitching like this and he comes out game one. I I'll feel good about that. Mm-hmm. If Hap comes out there coming off two perfect games. I don't. Th- I don't think I have that security with him. Yeah. I mean, Damon, do you? I mean, I don't know. It's, it really just goes down to who else is who's the better, who's the other option. You know. I mean, it's but like in, in the playoffs, be, they tend to do three roads, three starters deep. You know. Yeah, but not always. And if we need that fourth guy, then it's like, do we do a do we do a Chad Green situation or do we go to half? But I think you have to. I mean, I don't mind. I think you have to have him in the rotation, regardless. And if that time comes where it's it's Green's Green's turn, then then that's kind of like a game time decision. I don't hate the idea of the opener in the playoffs. I mean, I don't either. It's been working. Don't break if it ain't fixed. I mean, sorry, don't fix if it ain't broke. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I kind of like it. I mean, they've been sick with him, and they could also pair the whole Chad Green. Like on Wednesday, they're going to be pairing. CC with Domingo Herman because of the whole innings limit and everything like that, whatever. Maybe him being young and not being able to take the the pressure of the playoffs right away. But I kind of like the idea of them pairing like a Chad Green opener with Domingo. What do you think? I'd love that, yeah. That'd I think, be awesome. I think like, going into that day, like if you were to rank like a Mount Rushmore or like a tier of like the confidence of all of your starting pitchers, like per game when you go into a day, like 
let's say it's the morning of a playoff game, and you've got the combination of Chad Green with Domingo, you got Paxton Day, you got Tanaka Day, and you got who else? Who am I missing? No, not Hap. So I mean, it would probably be those three, right? And so who, wh- which one of those do you have the most confidence in? You wake up on game day, you see Paxton, you see a Chad Green slash Domingo Day, you see a Tanaka Day. What do you like best? That's a good question. Um, Why don't you ponder that, oof. Murph, too? <laughs> I don't know. Can you rephrase that? So if you got... You wake up on game day, right? True. So, the way I think about it... You're assuming I'm it's a game one. Right? It's game one. Or no, it could be any game. You're just waking up on game day. I'm asking how who you feel the best about, and that could translate to who you want game one, I guess. Yeah, so it's game one. <laughs> Between... So, if I'm not forgetting anybody, you wake up on game day, and you see the... You wake up, you see the probable pitchers, and you see a Chad Green Domingo day. That's who I'm assuming it'll be. A Chagrin Domingo Day, a Tanaka Day, and a Paxton Day. Which one are you most confident in when you wake up? Like, you you have that security blanket feeling with. If it's tomorrow, Paxton. Paxton? Yeah, if it's tomorrow, Paxton, for sure. It, it, it's hard to answer that question now because the easy answer is Paxton, definitely. The hard answer that I think could end up being is Tanaka because he's, first of all, he playoff, loves the playoffs, too. Has playoff experiences and has been good in the playoffs. But recently, he's there. He's just he's had these blunders where he'll just implode and give up like nine runs. And I that no matter how good he's pitching, that's always in the back of my head, and I hate that, and I can't get it out. Yeah, and he just looks so sad and defeated too. <laughs> yeah. when he throws his hands up in the air. And I just, I hate it. <laughs> I get so he, sad. He's bad. He's yeah, he gets so he's like what Kev calls him a mental midget. Like he, he just gets so, he gets so in his own head. Like he actually like he gives up a home run. Yeah, whatever. He'll he'll deal and he'll give up a home run, but he'll just throw his hands up in the air and then he'll just like like it'll eat at him and he'll keep doing it. You know. Anybody want to play a game of guess Gio or Estrella's batting average since the All Star break? <laughs> I mean, based on that, I assume it's at least in the 400. So, my guess is probably going to be 414. Damon? I was going to say 408. It's a little lower. 370. I, I, I kind of overshot a little bit with yeah, the way you, you, know, the way you phrased it. <laughs> yeah, but 370 is sick. Yeah, I mean. You know what sucks, though? He's going to tear. This is a guy that nobody, in the beginning of the year. Who is Gio Urshela? No, who is Gio Urshela? He's a triple-A guy that we got from the Blue Jays. For a bag of balls. (laughs) A tub of orange (laughs) juice and a bag of balls. He's making 25 grand this year. That's a Venmo transaction. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) and and, and the reason they got rid of him is because, you know, they have Vladdy coming up. If what do they need him there? Yeah. If he stayed on Toronto, he, he would never. He'd be in AAA right now for Toronto. Yeah. Probably hitting 630. That's the coolest part. I mean, it's, it's a, there's a silver lining to the injuries, obviously, but like, you forget about guys like Andujar. Like that guy's never been talked about it all year, and Andujar was the rookie of the year last year. I don't give a fuck about Shohei Otani. Fuck him. But, I mean, you forget about Andujar. Like what? We talked about him before and, like, what his deal is going forward with the trades and everything like that. Gio's my guy. Gio's proven time and again. And with that stat, too, since the All-Star break, that's a decent-sized sample size, right? 
I mean, Murph's the yeah, king I'm, of sample size. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big uh, proponent of sample size. And, yeah, I mean, barring that 10-day stint on the IL, I mean, other than that, he's been playing, hitting 370. He comes, he comes back today, first game starting. It's a ding-dong. And a double. Bomb and a double. It's not really much Gio Rochelle is my it. guy, and he walks up there with the fucking Jesus song. <laughs> he just the he, still, he still does yeah. that. Yeah, every, I mean every game I've been to, we've been to a ton. At every game that he was at, he, he was starting. He'd walk up with the like, "I love Jesus." <laughs> he just like Kev calls him his mom's favorite kid. <laughs> he just, oh, he's got it. Man. He's so his <laughs> yes. mom's favorite kid. Yo, that you see that thing on Twitter with the friends, the friends opening with Gio's face. Is, he was the first one that was on there. No, that was the full yeah, house so thing, wasn't it? No, it was a friend's thing. So oh, funny. I've seen the full house one on Twitter. <laughs> that full was, house one. That was funny as shit too. Uh, uh, all right, I got so I got something. I got a question for you guys. What's the question, Damon? <laughs> so, um, sorry, it's kind of hard to operate things when I'm not looking at you guys. Um, yeah. So, Spit it out. In the next, in the next. So we're in, we're in, we're in September. It's the last month of baseball. And our next one, two, three, four series are are all against teams who are below 500. Pretty great. Who are they? Uh, Tigers, Blue Jays, Angels, Blue Jays. Triple You love to hear that. We might as well go do a road That's trip great. around Triple A. That's so, awesome. I mean, like we're marching, we're marching in the first place in the AL East this this year. I mean, I know a big question this this year has been been health and kind of keep up momentums, but do we rest anybody going into the playoffs? Absolutely. You think? I think we rest, especially pitching arms, because you got to think we we got to move some people back in that have been hurt. So I think you you know let Voigt play a little bit, maybe get. The, DJ a little bit of time off, maybe give Labor a little bit of time off, and then I think especially in the bullpen, I don't think you throw Chapman all that much. I don't think you throw Adamino all that much, not especially because we're not going to have to uh, against those teams. But you let Patances get his innings, you let Severino get his innings, that sort of thing. Yeah, and I mean, you just we don't need to put out our playoff lineup every single. I honestly, I disagree. Let Maven play, let Frazier play, let these guys get some innings, and we're still going to win games against those guys. But you don't want. The last thing we need is for Guardy to pull a hammy or Judge to rip an oblique open again. Like, yeah, I know. I see your point with that, but at the same flip of the coin, you got the Astros that were in a dogfight for home field advantage, and yeah, home field right. advantage is right. so important. Like every series you look at, last playoffs and playoffs before, playoffs past, the home team usually fucking wins. Mm-hmm. And you see the playoff records this year. I don't need to pull them up again. It's astonishing. Like there, it's almost seven hundred percent, like winning percentage for the home team between us and the Astros, and big, we big we deal. do not yeah, do well sure. in Minute Maid. No, we don't. And the Astros have also forgotten how to lose. I mean, you got Garrett Cole going out there, and he strikes out fifteen in seven innings, which is astonishing. And then you, they put up a football score. They put up twenty-one runs the other night. That's absurd. They put up 15 tonight. They put up 15 tonight. The Jets can't even score that much. Yeah, the Jets. <laughs> the Jets don't even score 15. <laughs> Yo, shut your mouth. I'm a Jets fan. <laughs> he, no, he just said it himself. I, I just echoed it. They had seven, 16 against them. But that's my point, though. My point is, 
Like I don't. I'm not a big believer in this whole. Uh, yeah, we're playing shitty teams, but I th- I see that as a green no, light. I, I, I see that as I a green that. light to go, and dominate and just win every single game from here on out. And I don't know. And look up the Astros re- uh, record going forward for the rest of the year. I'm sure it's a lot of divisional games too. And they have what? They have the Athletics in their division too, right? So that could be big. I mean, I hope they play. I'm, look it up, Murph. But I don't think yeah, their record. Yeah. So they probably don't play nearly as. They probably have a much tougher we schedule. We have the exact same record as the Astros right now. That's what I'm saying. And, and that's my point. they play the A's. That's what I said. Called it. So <laughs> well, they're playing them right now. So they still have to finish up three more games of that series. The Royals, the Rangers, the Angels, the Mariners, and then the Angels again. Okay. So they have an easy schedule, too, which is exactly yeah. my point. So you got to believe they're thinking the same thing. They're yeah, thinking, sure. do we rest? Do we do all and this? They, it's not like they haven't had any injuries either. So no, they, they have. They pro- Springer, Springer was hurt. Altuve was hurt. Correa's hurt right now. Uh-huh. I mean, all that aside, yeah, they're though. They're still fucking lethal. Yeah, and so are we. That's the point. But I think we have to not rest. Any- I, I know how beneficial it could be to rest and give other guys reps and everything, stuff like that. But we can give those guys reps, like Voight, while putting the good guys out there. Like, to go pedal to the metal. Yeah, no, I'm not saying take everybody out for every game and just let – or triple A team play out the rest of the year. I'm saying just like you need to give the days off. You get you just oh, yeah. finished the dog days. You need everybody healthy still. Don't make Judge play for the next three weeks every single game. Uh, that's not what I'm saying. Yeah. All right, all right. Then we we're talking about the same thing. Then I'm just yeah, saying I don't want to give up on this home field. I want it to fully like, expend all of our resources and go after it. Like I want to win home field because I know how important that is. And if they come into the Bronx and play us in the Bronx. Majority of the games, I like our odds there. Yeah. Yeah. Let me ask you one thing, man. And Damon, you too. Right now, obviously, sitting at 95 and 50. Tigers, Blue Jays, Angels, Blue Jays, Rangers. How many wins are you going to get? And we do have a two game set with the Rays in there. How many wins? How many games are left? Sorry, I'm trying to do math. <laughs> Communication major. <laughs> yeah. Um, 17. Thank you. D- 17 games left. Damon's got a Damon job Damon Romeo, everybody. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, so, yeah, 17 games left. 17 games left. We got 95 wins. So, the maximum we can have is 112 if we went out. Just trying to show that yeah, I can still do math. Taking into consideration our winning percentage is six, six, 65%. Yeah. So, so I mean... Yeah, extending that across those games so mathematically. That means, so that means we should be we should win ten more games mathematically. Oh, so one hundred five. And I think that's but that's also but that number with the sixty five percent win percentage includes games against greater teams than those. We have an those. easy schedule. Yeah, we right. have an easier schedule. Yeah, so yeah, no, that's that's good because I you know, I guess that means almost at least one hundred five is yeah, what should we exactly. should what we should shoot for because that just. Goes with the way the season's been going. Do you think there's any shot we get one time? That would be so fucking cool. And that's why, since that's in, like, it's in range, I want to just go for it. I don't think we're going to do it. I don't think there's no, a chance. I don't think we're going to do that. But it'd be really fucking What's cool. What's the record? Yeah. The record's like 116, right? Yeah, it's fine. We're not close to the record. No, fuck the record. I mean, talking about records, though. Let's talk, want to talk about the home run record? Because yeah. we, we did yeah. break we did break our home franchise home run which was the record last year that we set mm-hmm. for the most home runs in a single season and we are trailing the twins right now we're about seven home runs behind them before tonight yeah i don't I'm know not how sure many, where we are right i don't now. know how many they hit I, i'm sure i can find us somewhere yeah 
But we were seven behind them before tonight, so we can probably look at it after, and I'll put something on Instagram or something. But, I mean, with guys like Stanton coming back and Edwin's back and Boyd and all this power and Glaber is just fucking Jesus Christ himself. That guy, I, 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 no words need to be said about Glaber. But with all these bats coming back and Stanton especially and Judge hitting on all cylinders like he is, I think we can catch up to them with, what was it, how many games left? 17? 17. Yeah, I think we can either with seven home runs behind. Like, what if they? Uh, I mean, we got better bats than they do. Yeah. Because they currently, uh, we we so both we're both at a point where we both broke the record. So we're now we're in new territory, both of us. So I think if we, I think we can catch them and then set the record again. That'd be sick. Yeah. Yeah. At this point, like the record can be broken every year. We're five. Balls. I believe we're five back. Five back now? Yeah, because we had two today. And did they so play today? So they have 275. We had 270. This is a tweet, but it's in Spanish. <laughs> but Spanish numbers aren't different than English. So, yeah, I think I think that's what it's at right now. And the math checks out. <laughs> yeah. So. No, but I, regardless, yeah, of, regardless of the math here, I my think. My educated guess is we're five back. If it's around five to seven to four, around that range, I think we can catch them. I think that'd be sick, too. It's just that. Another, another like accolade on this season. There's been so much shit that we've broken, like records-wise, whether it be the home runs in the month of August, like that was amazing. Just every time I look, I feel like we're breaking a record. It's so fucking nice to see. Yeah, uh, yeah. As I said before, I think that uh, I think these records are gonna be broken every year, every other year. These oh, yeah. home run records with the juice balls. I mean, let me ask you guys a question. The home run record this year, we're five or so, whatever the fuck number Murph came up with, behind the Twins for the record. How does that look if we're fully healthy all year? Do we have a thousand home runs? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I mean, that's like... For sure, shit ahead of the Twins. For sure ahead of the Twins. It's not like our home runs have been down, down, because people have left. No, but like the spots that are being... Filled or guys like Stanton's Void, who's proven that he can hit 55 to he what he hit 59 the year the judge at 52 right yeah yeah so that was his MVP year, that's right? 50 I mean he, granted he's not going to do that again probably but if he's healthy he's good for at least 35 home runs right you got to believe so you got 35 from him and then we're I mean by the math here I'm just doing all off the dome but I mean we're at least like 30 home runs ahead of the Twins. All I'm saying is, like, we would yeah, if we were healthy this year, like, that, we would beat that record in August. Also, to consider taking people in and out, it's like, yeah. Everyone's healthier, too. allows other people to play, and, you know, it's like no one thought LeBay was going to have 25 home runs this year. Like, yeah, I mean, people, yeah. have, people, just, people just get more at-bats and gives them different opportunities, so it's, like, kind of difficult to say. Yeah, Talkman's home runs would have been obsolete, yeah. like, and the home runs out of the catcher spot with, like, Romine and Higashioka. I mean, when they play, yeah. they still get some, too. I mean, it's like something... Talk about, talk about 13 home runs. That's ridiculous for a guy like that. For someone who hasn't like played 12. nearly that many, yeah. It's kind of yeah, fucked up to think about. Yeah. No, yeah, I guess so, like, the amount of games that they've played is more than made up for the void that's been left by guys yeah, like Stan. And, and Brooke Garner has 21 home runs. Yeah, he tied his career like, high. That's, his, that's tying that's his career true. high. That's ridiculous. Like, <laughs> people... And those all count for a stand playing the whole year. Yeah. I mean, did you see the shit about 
uh, Gardner and how he's been like challenging Judge to like have like a little home run battle. Like, I know Glaber and uh, <laughs> Glaber and like Gary have been doing the home run challenge, like going hit neck and neck, and that's fair because they've both been playing with the majority of the year. Do they both have twenty one? Glaber and no Judge and Gardner. Yeah, they both have twenty one. <laughs> so Gardner has been like giving him <laughs> shit and saying like, oh, like I got more home runs than you, and he's played. Judge has played half the year, which is just funny. Like, <laughs> Gardner's, fun. Gardner's the oldest one on this team, but he's the most immature out of all of them. I love it. <laughs> I don't know where this has That's been fun. all of his career, too. Like, I haven't seen... He hasn't been this immature. <laughs> like, the banging and shit. I think no, he just knows he's on the way out, so he's just trying to get a little... I don't even know little. if it's that. I think he's just kind of buckled down, figured it out, and now he's having fun. And now, you he's know... He's having this, so much fun. And now he's kind of... He's kind of... I think it came a little bit... He's kind of reminding me right now of, like, what Todd Frazier was a couple years ago. He's Todd Frazier was like this. No, but he was like the old guy who was kind of funny, no, like kind of quirky, that kind of thing. And that's where Gardy's coming in now with the bat thing. And it's just like, it's something that we need. It's like, oh, look at this guy. He's yeah, old it's now. literally our calling cry now with the bre- let break. Yeah, when they hit a double and they go like that, yeah, they bang. They it's like, it's something like that. It just reminds me a little bit of Todd Frazier. Yeah. And like, I just thought uh, it's refreshing to see because I miss Todd Frazier. They do the they do the four thing that nobody knows what that is, but then they do the bang. I, I don't even know what that four could be. I don't know. I feel like it definitely wasn't – it's not anything, and they just huddled together and were like, yo, if we just pretend and not tell anybody what this means, ev- it'll kill everybody, and then it becomes a thing. <laughs> like, <laughs> like if they didn't have anything – before this is before the Lead Brett Bang thing. They didn't have anything, and they knew they needed, like, a call and cry when they do that, like, the whole thumbs down thing a couple years ago. They didn't have anything, so they're like, all right, if we don't tell people what it means – They'll think we have something, <laughs> so they're just doing the four, and then you got Geo going on other other podcasts. I think it was the short porch or something, and he goes on there, and they asked him what it means, and Geo's like, "I don't honestly, they didn't tell me," <laughs> and I truly believe that. Too. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I just uh, missed the thumbs down. That was my favorite. Yeah, the thumbs down goes. I, yeah, I mean, the Brett let Brett bang that. thing. I like that better. It looks like you're jerking off. Yeah, yeah but you know the context of it. Just yeah. Yeah, but I can't. Um, I can't go up to you walking by you on the way to class. I could go thumbs down. I can't go like this. <laughs> I'll get it looks like you're like churning butter or something. Yeah, like that. that's what it looks like. Hey Murph, <laughs> it looks like you're doing a shake weight. Yeah, we across the quad. And go, hey yo Murph, and then everyone just yeah, looks I, at I you. I can be misinterpreted in so many ways. Yeah. That's All right, so, so I got I got a question for you guys. Another question. A lot of questions here today. Is this, so, is this the going back to comparing, comparing people? Yeah, we're going to do a little compare and contrast here. If you had to start a franchise right now and you had to pick one person, there's no wrong answer here. Would you pick Glaber Torres or Aaron Judge going forward? Fuck. Damon, what do you got? Wow. Yeah, I know. Uh, I think I think there's two things to consider with this. Um, first and foremost, obviously, it's we're going based on stats. We're going based on who's going to produce the most for you uh, uh, to, as a two-way player. And then you got to go back to, you know, if you're building a team around someone, it's also like how are, are they locker room guys? Are they going to be leaders? Are they going to be the, the face of the franchise? And if we're taking consideration those two things, um, I'm I'm sticking with uh, Big Boy Judge for this because I know Glaber's been playing out of his mind lately, but um, I mean Judge is still Aaron Judge, and he's still a, a phenomenal player that he's proven to be. And 
you know, right now he's still he's still the guy. I'm gonna somewhat agree. I think I actually do agree with Damon, but I'm gonna also give the Glaber argument because, first of all, the reason I think I'd pick Judge is because who have we been talking about as if anyone's gonna re- replace Jeter as the captain? We it's Judge. If it happens, oh, yeah. and we were debating when that's gonna happen, we weren't. Yeah. Nobody's ever gonna be talking about Glaber as yeah. He's just the a cute captain. Little, he's the cute for, little guy. In the but also, we're not looking for a captain. We're looking for somebody. In this instance, to start your franchise with, and I just think Glaber's no, a that, much that's more included too. I just think Glaber's a much more unique player than Judges in a sense that he is a power hitting middle infielder who can also field and can also hit for contact. Yeah, I mean Glaber with the I mean, there was a stat on on Twitter I saw that Glaber has the most home runs by a middle infielder age 22 or younger, and the only two people above him in mm-hmm. that have also accomplished the same feat with higher home runs. And obviously the year's not over yet. Mm-hmm. Where it was A Rod and A Rod. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and yeah, continue. I mean well, that's yeah, just one thing I, about I, his I, middle I, infield I re- power. I really do think it's still judge and it's not to say judge is a unique player. I mean he's a six eight guy who's a, the, a cannon attached to the right side of his body and can also just field and hit and, and he's he's a freak in and of himself. But like I mean it's a little bit easier to if you look at it from one one side, it's a little easier to replace a power hitting right fielder than it is to hit a replace a power hitting multi-position infielder that can field that's, like, that's a very good point that's just something yeah and i think so who would you pick you pick judge? i still think i'd pick judge but i think it's a great question because i think it's still also it's 22 years old that's yeah, what the, i was gonna the talk age about i mean the age thing if you're starting the question is starting a franchise and you gotta believe if glaber is 20 fucking two years old like dude that kid's he's our age yeah <laughs> he's our age yeah. I mean, Glaber's 22, Judge is 27, Six. 26, 27. 26, 27. Yeah. If there's about a five-year, four-year age gap. Like, that's four. I mean, if Glaber's already starting his career with all-star appearances in both of his years. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. His Judge, not to say anything about Judge. Judge also did that, but he did it a little later. And if you're Judge didn't come up until he was 24. I mean, personally, I, I you, you can't go wrong with either of the two, and I don't think we're going to be faced with a – a problem like this, I think they're both going to be hopefully locked up for good. But if you had to tag one for the y- forever to be a Yankee in pinstripes forever, I might I might make the argument for Glaber because of that age gap, and he might have let's say I don't know 15 years possibly left in the league at 22 years old, seemingly pretty durable. I mean, this year is all he's one one of the only people who have been it, around. Yeah, he had he one injury really that was for though. like. A week or so, and he came back, and he, yeah, <laughs> he came back right. in the dugout, just smiling and everything like that. He's, he's not. He's not going to be that leader, like judges, I, I and that's even, the thing too. I wouldn't too. say that he's not. He I mean, he's not going to be the judge asking. He, exactly. He's, it, part of it is because he doesn't speak English. It's hard to be. I mean, <laughs> yeah. When you don't speak English, <laughs> but like, I mean, that's the same reason Masiro, you know, isn't. Yeah. The same way. And CC we're also is. not in the locker room. Like we don't yeah. know. Yeah, that's true. But like, I, I'm just saying in general, like, I think. Aaron Judge kind of fits more of the franchise player model than Glaber yeah. does, but I think if you're looking for who's going to produce more from here on out to build your franchise around, I think it might be Glaber. Yeah, because, I mean, he plays a position in middle infield, which is tough to come by, especially one that has power like that. I mean, the dude's slashing 286. He's got 35 home runs. He almost he has 80, like 88 runs batted in. He's going to break 100 RBIs this year. He's going to bat almost 300 with that many home runs like it's ridiculous 
And, I mean, Judge is doing more of the same that he always does, and he's, yes, he's got the fucking, I mean, they both have a rocket. I mean, they, I mean, Judge has a rocket. He's one, like, one of the best arms in the league. But, like, they're both great fielders, and they just, yeah. I mean, there's nothing more we need to say about that. I mean, personally, I, does, I, I'm going to. How, how, how does Judge have a higher war than Gary this year? Glaber has a lot of errors, believe it or not. I mean, Glaber makes the flashy plays and stuff like that, but he does also make a few errors. That comes with the age, too, so that might be a little bit. I don't know how war is calculated or anything like that. But, you know, I mean, Judge is just – Judge always always making those diving it, catches and this could be throwing people out. This could be flawed, but war just wins a pub replacement, I guess. You know, I'm not even saying I'm pretty sure. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure. Nah, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's just not even moderately accurate. So say it. It's just like skeptical. <laughs> so I'm, say saying, like, I'm, saying, like, I'm saying like those who would replace Judge are Clint and people that make a ton of errors. And then it has the nothing one to do with people. It, no, I know, no, that's what I'm saying. That's yeah. why I said that's <laughs> absolutely ridiculous. It's literally. Whereas wins, DJ it, would be It wins above the yeah. average player. Like in, I know. The epitome of average I baseball. I know. I know you know. I'm just saying. That's why those who don't I, that's know. Why I, that, sh- that thought popped in my head for a second, <laughs> and it just lasted long enough where I the next guy entertained it for a second, <laughs> and then that just made me sound like I've never watched baseball before. No, because the next guy behind him may be like Clint, Clint. Who, has, <laughs> who has every error in the world and cusses himself on a daily basis. Yeah. No. <laughs> but if I had to choose, gun to my head. Your toe's still black, huh? Yeah, I dropped my desk on my on my foot. But yeah. if I had to choose gun to my head, I'd probably choose. See, I can't even pick. I'm yeah, I'm, I'm flip flopping back and forth because I want to go judge. And I think I actually might still go go judge, but the conversation has to be still had about Glaber too. I mean, yeah. I think I think I agree with Murph when he said before. It's like talking about you know player value and statistical value in the player. Who's going to provide you more over over their their years? It's probably going to be Glaber, but overall player and franchise player and captain and you know also phenomenal player. It, it's Judge. Yeah. All right, I think we're going to start wrapping it up, but we got one more thing for you guys. I mean, we were talking about it a little bit before, but it's kind of a shame that Geo. Like, it, it, that whole thing with the qualifying. We've been looking at that for a while, qualifying for, like, the batting title. Does he have enough at-bats or plate appearances or whatever the fuck that is? And it's kind of a shame that since he got injured, like, I don't even know how many at-bats you need, but I don't think he's going to probably – with that injury, he's probably not going to be eligible. And it's weird for the batting title I'm talking about. And, I mean, it would have been nice to have, like, Gio or Shella pop in there and just be – winning the batting title over DJ or like those two are in a dog fight for it on the same team. And it's kind of fucking weird. Cause I looked at it too. And what's his name? Who was the other one? Uh, heavily involved in the batting title. Michael Brantley. Michael Brantley apparently is slumping like crazy. He's at like 321 now. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I looked at it this morning. Yeah. Look at the alias, ba- the batting averages right now, but the, the leader right yeah, now is so the leader right now is Tim fucking Anderson. Cause he now is the same thing. That would have been yeah. what Gio is doing. Because he so qualifies Gio, now. Gio has 415 plate appearances, and you need 502 to, to qualify. So he's probably not going to qualify. Yeah, so he, Anderson's up there at 334, and DJ's second. Brantley's falling off because that dude from Baltimore, uh, what's Alberto, he's he's tied with Brantley. Hands are Alberto. So what's Never the, heard what's, of him. Rochelle's low-key close. In terms uh, of yeah, he's got a double asterisk. I'm assuming it's because of the plate appearances. Um, 
because he's at three thirty. If Rochelle played the rest of the season, he would need to average five at bats a game. Yeah, he, he, he has four. He has four fifteen. Yeah, and if we're going, if we're going for that whole resting or rotating people in and out, I don't think he'll get it. Yeah, yeah, and he, yeah he's five at bats per game. That's that's in itself is a lot. Yeah, that probably won't happen. He has to play every game. Yeah, that won't. Yeah, no, he's not. Gonna, I mean, that sucks too because I wanted Gio to get it because. Still hitting three thirty with four hundred fifty. I mean, regardless, it's still awesome. But him to get that recognition would have been awesome. Like everyone, because we have that whole feeling of like, who the fuck is Gio or Shella? And then everyone else in the league would be like, who the hell just won the batting? You know, it's a little bit of a strange uh, observation about the batting title. What? Guess the one team in the AL that has three players in the top ten. The Yankees. Nope. No, it's the Rangers. Nope. <laughs> no, no, wait, that's not. Race. No, in the AL. Sorry, I was serious. I'm nope. gonna go out here and don't even tell me Orioles. No, it's Boston. I was gonna say I only said Orioles. I, I sound that, like an knew, idiot now because you said the adult back throw thing. I knew, so I, I, knew I knew Devers was up there, and I I knew JD was somewhat close, but Devers has at three thirteen, so he's fifth. JD's at three oh eight, so he's sixth, and then Bogarts is at three oh seven, and he is considered eighth. For some reason, because seven they're saying is Urshela. I don't really know how they put Urshela at seven because he has a 330, but he can't win. I don't know. Urshela's at seven for whatever reason. Probably has something to do with how his plate appearances factor in. But so basically, they're five, six, and seven. I mean, there's nothing to be like, they obviously have a really good offense, but I mean, their season's over. <laughs> no, it's just, it's, just, <laughs> so. it's, just, it's just it's just like laughable that no, they, they can have three guys hitting no, above 300. Just, yeah. That's a testament to how bad their and pitching like, was. Yeah, Jesus. Their pitching was so fucking bad. I mean, yeah. All right. Hold on, same thing. Is JD also at 35 home runs? Yeah, also, closing comments. For me, my closing comment is how funny was it fucking <laughs> when JD Martinez in the outfield? He just, one, combating the sun. The sun was a, his, worst, <laughs> his worst nightmare out there. And then he touched that woman's boob out there in right field <laughs> and when he was driving the ball. And it's just – he's just an abysmal – like, he's even – like, people talk about Clint being a bad fielder. He is a DH yeah, and a half. He's like, got to He is a DH. DH. That's it. Yeah. And that's it. That's all he does. The fact that he won Silver Slugger last year for two positions, one being right field, considering he didn't even play right field and he, didn't, he doesn't play a good right field, that was nonsense. But regardless, horrible outfielder. That's my closing comment. What's your closing comment, Damon? Yeah, yeah I mean, like, I think I'm just I'm, – I'm getting straight into playoff mode. These, these next 17 games are kind of going to be, like, just a uh, warm-up for the playoffs. And I'm fucking pumped. And let's, let's break every record possible that we can for the rest of the season. I'm down. Yeah, I mean, we're I'm just – I'm down if you're down. I'm down. I'm ready to ride. Definitely down. We're getting into that just beautiful time of year for sports because hockey and basketball are sort of creeping up, and then once October hits and hockey and basketball starts, college football and NFL are in full swing, and it's MLE playoffs, and it's just the most glorious hey, hey, month Marcus, for sports. This is the Yankees podcast, Murphy. No, it's I'm fine. I'm just saying we're, it's an exciting time. Guys. That's all. It's fine. It's an exciting time. I'll allow it. <laughs> I, if I get to watch the Yankees... If I get to watch the Yankees play baseball and not have to watch the Red Sox play baseball, I'm fine with that. Let's take it. October. All right. Let's take it. Chase for 28. That's all we got for you. Like and subscribe helps us do more. Uh, if you're new to this, make sure you keep watching with us. Keep listening. I mean, we don't have any video. We'll get video soon, but 
Yeah, like and subscribe. Follow the Instagram, Twitter if you don't already. YouTube, all that. Let's go, Yanks. Let's go, Yanks. And when it falls down, who you gonna call now? Come on, come on. And when it all falls down, man, I promise. I'm so self-conscious. That's why you always see me with at least one of my watches. Rollies and poshies that drove me crazy. I can't even pronounce nothing. Pass that for safety. Then I spent 400 bucks on this. Just to be like, nigga, you ain't up on this. And I can't even go to the grocery store without some ones that's clean and a shirt with a team. Scene, we live in the American dream. The people highest up got the lowest self-esteem. The prettiest people do the ugliest things. For the road to riches and diamond rings. Shine because they hate us. Floss because.